okay, so so one, two, three, four, five, clap. <laughs> Welcome to the War and Beast podcast, the podcast that I just betrayed everyone on the team, but actually I was uh, manipulating the system so that I could get the uh, the War and Beast podcast chip out of the Totally Spies computer. <laughs> does that does that work? Sure. <laughs> okay. Works great. It's kind of I'm, alluded to. This is the War and Beast podcast. I'm Greg. I'm John. I'm Jordan. I'm Kendall. <laughs> this. Oh my god. That was a good intro. That's going in the episode. Intro. That is going in the episode. <laughs> so, uh, so, so now that we're now that we're a good hour into the call, um, <laughs> let's get let's get started here. Yeah. Um, this week with, we uh, reviewed episode eight, Double Jeopardy. You know, I I thought for about ten seconds about doing about redoing my bit from a few weeks ago and and uh, reading the IMDb page from the uh, Angelina Jolie movie about where she gets accused of murdering her husband, but actually she didn't murder her husband. And then and she then can she, because that's how Double Jeopardy works, right? Exactly. <laughs> Why was this episode called Double Jeopardy? Uh, I'm really not sure. Because he was a double agent. Yeah, I think that was Triple like agent, the only kind of what the what they were going for. I don't know though. And he yeah, was in Jeopardy. Really... I well, I don't know. It's, it's it's a shame that the IMDb page does not have the Japanese title. Oh wait wait wait. Oh, can... the Transformers Wiki does though. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, the Transformers Wiki. It is it... Kumo Ona No Kick. And translated as "Kick of the Spider Woman." I like how "Kick" is in English. That's amazing. That's like a that's a very brief scene, and that's what they named the episode after. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I love you, Japan. <laughs> okay, so um, the one piece of trivia on the IMDb page from this is this is the introductory episode of Black Arachnia, which I should have. You know what I should have done is I should have looked at who voices that and then like said things. About oh. who she has been. Let's uh, let's do that real fast. I was gonna say you got time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll just make mention as well that the Transformers wiki page, all of the pictures <laughs> on it, have little subtitles from uh, SNL's uh, Jeopardy skits. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Venus Terzo. Venus Terzo was born on October seventeenth, nineteen sixty-seven, in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. She's an huh. actress known for Rama One Half, oh, Rama oh One Half, Da Vinci's Inquest, and It from 1990. Oh wow, Da Vinci's Inquest was a pretty big show up here in Canada. Huh. Oh okay. She also did the voice of um, Jean Grey in X Men Evolution. Oh. oh, cool! I didn't recognize her, but I've, I've watched that whole series. It's been a while. She played Chief Dietrich on the Minority Report TV series, which I watched uh, several episodes of, and then obviously must not have been very good because I didn't finish the <laughs> other. There were only like six episodes before that show got canceled, and I didn't watch all of them. I love um, Jean Grey in, in uh, X Men Evolution as well too, because uh, her psychic powers make her sound like she's moaning essentially every time she uses them, and it's really weird and awkward. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she also was a vo- she was Eriko Aizawa in Death Note for all you Death Note fans Eriko? out there who? Woot. 
well, she was in like I, she was only in a few episodes, so um, and she was or Weedy Weddy W E D Y. Uh, I'd say Weddy. She was in five episodes, so she must not have been very important. <laughs> or maybe she was important. Yeah, I don't remember. I I never fin- I liked Death Note, but I never finished it. I didn't watch the anime. I read the all the whole manga though, and I like that. Oh, yeah, okay. she's so been... Erica was one of the wives of the police officers on the task force. No, yeah, um, I was gonna say spoiler free. It, the 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 manga like after volume seven, it's not as good, but it's still really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love I love like I actually have all the manga. Like I was working at Suncoast at the time, so I was able to get like a discount, and I just got them as they came out. So I had the entire thing because I'm a completionist like that, and I didn't, and like I had to have the entire series. But I would share it with my friends in college and stuff like that. And everyone was like, uh, like after volume seven was like, I really don't want to read anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah they, they did just like flip through the next one. Was like, yeah, I don't need to see all this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're, yeah. this is this is a good ending. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll do a Netflix series like that. They'll just end it, that part of the story. <laughs> Actually, it's, I think it's going to be a movie. I'm not sure now. But yeah, the Netflix is making an American Death Note series. And it's, oh, my God. I'm not sure. And guess we'll, who they, we'll, they cast we'll have... to play Ryuk? Who? Willem Dafoe. I am so excited for that. Willem Dafoe as an invisible creature floating over your shoulder and talking about death. Yep. Is it is and it live action or a, or no? An, it's live animated. action and it's, it's a, and they're Americanizing it and it's like ah like it's oh gonna, is it going like, to be like, like the Ghost in the Shell Americanizing? I think yeah well yeah I mean like the guy they've already cast light and stuff into white guy it's going to take place I'm pretty sure it's taking place in America. We will have that. dramatic chip eating. Mm. I'm not I don't know but I, I I hope he says all according to Kekaku in it but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which would make no sense, even more so, because he's, like, American. And and it'd be really funny if someone's in the room with him, and he's like, what? And he's like, it means plan. <laughs> someone doesn't watch another anime. Uh, but yeah, like, Willem Dafoe is a creepy goblin man, and him as Ryuk is the best thing. That that's I wasn't really interested in the series until, or movie, or whatever it's going to be, I heard that. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, we've got a Beast Wars episode to review here. Yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about what's, Beast Wars. What's Beast Wars? <laughs> so the episode like begins with, a, with a, uh, another stasis pod falling down, and there's like, isn't there like a close-up you can actually see what a proto, yeah. proto-maximal looks like? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm thinking I might have that as the, uh, the actual picture for this, for this episode when it goes up, because uh, yeah, cause, yeah you get a pretty good close-up shot, and the head of Black Arachnia is pretty noticeable. Like it's pretty similar to the way it comes out once she's out of the pod. the The body is pretty robotic looking, like nothing like you would expect. But uh, yeah, that head is definitely distinctive. Yeah, it does not look like Black Arachnia, that's for sure. No. Uh, I think there was a mention in it in uh, the wiki. I'm trying to figure out where, like, they said they they used the stripped-down form that they, like, used for Megatron in, like, the first pilot episodes as, like, you know, a non-robot uh, form. Uh, oh, yeah, like, here. The it's head? Like, I, can, I can see that. 
it's like, like I'm trying to get a good shot of it here. And the head shape is Megatron esque. Yeah. Actually, so, yeah, I've, I've got the wiki up, and yeah, they do say yeah. that uh, instead of using a modified form of the model uh, used for pre reformatting Megatron, uh, but with Black Arachnia's head. The same model shows up with a different head as a generic Predacon in the future episode, The Agenda. Spoilers. Yeah. But we the won't agenda. get into that episode. I also yeah, like yeah. to point out the wiki, the wiki made a good point about um, how this is uh, Black Arachnia's character model and transformation and all that is one of the least toy accurate of, of the show. Like mm-hmm. most of the others are, but... Oh, yeah. But considering how, like... You know, she was her toy was basically a recoloring of Tarantulas. That's probably for the best. Pretty sure Tarantulas was a recoloring of her. <laughs> I, I I wish the the toy looked more like her. That would have been interesting. But the, <laughs> unfortunately, that's not how physics so, works. <laughs> you know what's weird though is that uh, the Beast Machines toy of her is actually really close, and that's weird. Because <laughs> that aesthetic is is one of those weird uh, spindly spider leg things, and I want to look this up now because I, that was an interesting design. So, <laughs> oh, I will say I will say I do remember her her toy being looking decent. Doesn't her aren't, don't her spider eyes turn into boobs? Uh, like. I don't know in the in the Beast Machines toy or the normal in the, the in the the original. Uh, oh. Black Arachnia. I actually I, don't, I don't remember. Think so. If I remember, her eyes are sort of similar, similar to Tarantulas, and that is sort of like the pelvic area. Like her head sort of becomes her pelvis. We can have a toy for Beast Machines one. It looks really cool, actually. Yeah. If I were to get a Black Arachnia toy, it'd be that one, just because it is kind of looks kind of like a show and all that. <laughs> I actually already have it. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was it was one of the uh, more neat designs I always thought. Yeah. It was a pretty cool design. I liked um, Silverbolt and Beast Machines as well. That was a pretty cool design, also. But anyway, getting back to the yeah. episode. Yes. We've got the uh, the pod going through the atmosphere, and then we cut to a scene of Optimus and Dinobot walking through the snow. So you almost have to wonder how close to they are to where they where we were last episode because they're in the snow again. Yeah. So, uh, they must be up north again, I'm assuming. I was expecting Tigertron to show up. Yeah. Apparently it's Pro- affecting their circuits, which it wasn't really before. Yes, because uh, Dinobot makes mention uh, that the cold, uh, his servo fluids are within two degrees of crystallization. That might which just might make sense with... Well, it might make sense more with Dinobot over Optimus too, just because he is a reptile. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting if that was a thing. Yeah, yeah but I he's, thought... weak, he's weak to ice magic or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like what... okay, so it's not Black Arachne's eyes that are boobs. There's like yes. bumps on her on their on the lower part of her head that come down. She does distinctly have boobs in robot form, though. Yes. Well, that's how you tell it's a girl. <laughs> right, right. A yeah, girl robot as opposed to a, a a male robot. This isn't the Michael Bay Transformers, so they can't have uh, 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 robot uh, penises. Isn't that a thing? That's a thing, right? Testes. No, they have they have yeah. robot testicles. 
Yeah. Oh, truck nuts. <laughs> anyway, apparently they made a Transformers Legends Black Arachnia toy that looks a lot like the show one. I'm gonna share you guys an image, and people can look it up at home and have and play along with us. <laughs> we'll see. I'll see about trying to have a link to that image uh, in the description. Oh geez, that is really accurate. Wow, yeah, it's it's really cool. I I kind of want it, want it, but it's probably yeah. how. Oh, it's probably like it's probably like if it's, if it's the same one that I'm looking at. There, there's a. <laughs> is it the Japanese one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's on eBay for buy it now for thirty four ninety nine. That's not bad. Oh, wow. Is is uh, shipping included though? Like, a, is it in uh-huh. local? It is the item location is is in California. Let's see, uh, thirty four ninety nine, ten dollars standard shipping. That's not bad. I mean, jump on I'm, that shit, Jordan. Well, I'm strapped for cash at the moment, but if I <laughs> but seriously, I would for thirty four ninety nine. That's actually a really good deal. I'll this is the, it's the last one. God, no. <laughs> last one, you better. If I, if I if it's still there on payday, I'm picking that up. <laughs> I suspect I suspect that somewhere on the internet, if that's how much they go for, because seven have so, it says seven have sold. So if somewhere on the internet, if that's how much it goes for, that's a, you can I'm sure you can get it if you're willing to pay forty five dollars for a little action figure. I am not. That there's anything wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing at all. I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong with that at all, considering how much I've spent <laughs> on an Optimus Prime before. Yeah. yeah. It was like into the hundreds so yeah anyway so so then the then the opening credits happen right <laughs> no the, the opening credits already happen <laughs> anyway we're to we're to the point Optimus and dynabot are sort of like in this uh not quite a cavern but they they come across this wall and Optimus radios into rat trap says are you sure these are the correct coordinates and rat trap's like yeah you're within a couple of feet of it and so they're looking around, and then Optimus looks up. It's like, we're within a few feet of it. Horizontally, vertically, is another store. <laughs> and then we get uh, Waspinator and Pterosaur appearing over the crest of this sort of chasm and realize, oh, some intrepid explorers seem to have stumbled into a box canyon. Let's close the lid, shall we? And then, for some reason, Dinobot automatically assumes that they're betrayed, which I thought was kind of a stretch to automatically assume. Considering yeah, I mean, this, this happens to them all the time. It's not even yeah. that weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> somehow, like, somehow, both of us went to the to the location of this of this uh, of this uh, pod. You know, yeah, I know like last week's episode they had the the Predacons were able to find the pod. So, but this week there's no way that they could have got it if we weren't if we weren't betrayed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they explained it a little bit better la- later though. Where like they've been saying like this this is like the third time they had an ambush uh, by the Preds when they, and I guess like the implication was that they shouldn't have been able to ambush them or they shouldn't have like really known their position to do to do that lately. Yeah, because we realize that they're surrounded because Scorponok appears behind them. Yeah. And they, uh, both Optimus and Dinobot, immediately transform. 
and then the Predacons transform. And of course, Dinobot has to say, our strategic disadvantage is considerable. And Optimus just responds with, work with it. (laughs) (laughs) Optimus is tired of Dinobot's bullshit. So. Yeah, Dinobot probably he was he was just trying to make sure that Dinobot didn't tell him that he was dead again. Yeah. <laughs> Dinobot gets hit. He's like, "I'm dead. <laughs> I am the one who is dead." <laughs> so, with the scene, it, it, um, I'm trying to remember: is it Scorponok that fires a missile, and they have the snow that goes on top of them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scorpion's the one who who causes that avalanche, though they do get some other shots in, and uh, I think the wiki point is out is that apparently main, someone at Mainframe got new battle damage uh, textures because yeah, a lot they of all the, pretty smashed up. Yeah, like they there's a lot on this episode. Yeah, yeah like uh, scorch marks and and battered and discoloration as opposed to just you know broken limbs or 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 missing bits. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Dinobot gets a gets shot in the shoulder pretty quickly into the episode. And it looks like he's got like a, a chunk missing, but not like as much as it's been in the past. It's like kind yeah. of like a burnt like gash looking thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Scorponok um, fires a missile and causes a small sort of av- avalanche that buries Optimus and Dinobot initially. Uh, Pterosaur is like, ah, oh, the pod is mine, and then Waspinator <laughs> starts flying off with it behind him. <laughs> He's like, it will be my trophy, turns, and it's gone. <laughs> so as soon as that happens, uh, Optus manages to, to get out of the snow and starts flying up, and Scorponok getting ready to fire off another missile, and we get Dinobot sort of blasting his way out of the snow, and he hits Scorponok with a pretty good shot from his eye beams and sends him flying back. And you see him get some you know, charred damage to his chest in that, too. So it was... Certainly looking like more impressive with this episode. I felt I feel like sort of across the board, this episode's visuals looked a little like a little bit better. Like maybe they got a little bit more, a little bit more cash. An upgrade uh, to the systems. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. This was the '90s. They probably went from Windows 3.1 <laughs> to Windows 95 when they were producing this, <laughs> or 95 to 98. Or ninety-five exactly. to what was it? What was it called? Was it NT? Was that one of them? Uh, NT, I think, would have been after ninety-eight because NT was sort of linked with uh, two thousand, if I remember correctly. Okay, yeah, that might be. Yeah. But yeah, they, yeah, who knows? I mean, they, but but the point is, Windows put out a lot of operating systems in the nineties. Oh yeah. <laughs> so in the episode, um, we get Optimus starts chasing after Waspinator, and he's like, "That's maximal property." And we get Terrorstore coming up behind him, saying, "Well, which the Predacons will gladly steal." And then like, he uh, shoots Prime in the back. You imagine Waspinator's turned around and was like, "What? Oh, and he'd be like what? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. I, I had no idea. Uh, here you go. <laughs> what was he trying to accomplish there? <laughs> yeah, you never know. Sometimes if you ask nicely, maybe they'll stop. Maybe Waspinator would be the most likely to do that, though." Yeah, yeah, because he's really stupid. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think it's more stupid, Scorponok or Waspinator? And Scorponok just happens to be tougher, so 
He's more stupid though. Scorponok is stupider. Scorponok yeah. is is one. There's one smart thing about him is that he listens to Megatron. I think so. Right. Yeah. I think it depends on when he's suffering from head trauma or not. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell basically when when he forgets grammar is when he's suffering because <laughs> he does I it again in this episode. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, because, like, Waspinator actually, I don't feel like Waspinator's that dumb as much as he's just, like, a punching bag. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Like, he's not, he's not, uh, I mean, at this point in the show, he's kind of a non-character. Like, I mean, there hasn't been a a Waspinator uh, secret origin episode or a Waspinator feature episode, really. Um, he's just sort of. I mean, he does what people tell him. He, you know, if if uh, if Megatron's the leader, he does what Megatron says. If uh, if Pterosaur's the leader, he does what Pterosaur says. Uh, he's got some loyalty. He definitely has loyalty to Megatron, but he's not like. I mean, I don't feel like he's done anything that's like actively stupid the way that make you know somebody like Megatron or Pterosaur would. Yeah, Pterosaur more... when he like remotely gets Pterosaur picks up a a. He picks up Rat Trap and he sucker punches Megatron and he thinks, oh, that's okay. That that's gonna be that shows that I should be the leader because I got the <laughs> crappiest Maximal to join our team. <laughs> <laughs> or Rat Trap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like he is definitely. I would say he is the least effective Maximal. I, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. The end of this episode is not too bad. I mean, I all of the Maximals relatively. I mean, like he—he's not pure combat for sure, but I think he can—he—he's pretty smart and he's pretty like sneaky and he—he's he, got his own bonuses. I don't know. It's—it's it's like saying like, like uh, the rogue isn't is 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 the worst fighter. It's and he's like, it's it's he's not. He's just not the same kind. He's not direct, you know. Yeah, but I kind of well. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess there, an argument an argument could be made that Cheetor is less effective. Well, considering we've seen Cheetor actually shoot Megatron point blank, and it doesn't. <laughs> and Megatron just shrugs it off. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I think like Cheetor and Ratchap are both good at what they do, but like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like in pure combat power. Maybe Ratchap's the weakest. Okay, you're right. You're right. They're both the worst maximal. <laughs> I think we can all agree that at least whether whether one that one or both of those two are the worst of the maximals. I think we could all agree that Rhinox and Optimus and Dinobot are all better. They're more powerful. I'll give you that. Yeah. Objectively better. <laughs> also, also, you know, you say that. Rat Trap, if anything, Rat Trap is super sneaky, so why should the freaking Predacons believe that just because... Uh, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Keep Let's, let's move, move on. Uh, yeah. so what so, happens next? So, yeah. Optimus gets shot in the back, and he winds up crashing into the snow, and he actually like, that's... Once we see him crash, um, he sort of bounces along, and then uh, we get a close-up of him, and he looks really messed up. He's on he's, fire. Yeah, he's on fire. <laughs> he's banged up. He's dented. And he looks up and he's like, well, that's just Prime. And, like, just overall, he looks really messed up. He's missing some chunks and his he's helmet's all banged up. He's got scratches in his, like, mask thing. And... Yeah. Yeah, he took some damage on that one. So, from here, we cut 
to the Axelon. It looks like both he and Dinobot have been repaired now, uh, but they're having a discussion as to, as was mentioned earlier, uh, this makes three straight operations that we've been ambushed. And then they're like, it sounds mighty suspicious. And then is it Cheetor that says like some rat slipping info? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then rat <laughs> and then he's like, takes offense and is like, hey. And Cheetor says he's speaking metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I think Cheetor actually was kind of speaking metaphorically. Just cause he or it was or, a slip of a tongue. A cat, I think he was making he was trying to make a cat pun, if anything. Yeah, yeah, he definitely he does he does not suspect Rat Trap definitely. No, no, no. And it was, they make the comment that it was Rat Trap who led them into the Box Canyon, and Dinobot's like, and nearly to termination. And Rat Trap was like, "What are you trying to say, you bub lizard head?" And Rhinox sort of backs him up, saying, "That's ridiculous. Rat Trap wouldn't do that." Besides, Dino, like, besides Dinobot, you always think we're about to be terminated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rhinox said that's ridiculous, and Cheetor is like, Rattrap wouldn't do that. So yeah, Cheetor is not like, yeah, he's definitely not. Yeah. And then we get Optimus. Slip of the tongue. Yeah. Optimus, Optimus is like, well, I I'm not so sure. Is, I, I, I believe what he says is, Rattrap, why don't you come over here so that I can tell you that uh, how how to be a double agent? <laughs> <laughs> like. Like this, I, th- this was like the most. I mean, this show generally has a reputation of being good, and you know we nitpick sometimes. But like this, this scene was just—it just felt like bad writing. Yeah, it, it sort of telegraphed things a little bit. I say this is the weakest in terms of like, like contrivances. But like, it's got good moments. This episode. And like yeah, they say later in the episode that like they the Optimus put on this show so that the Predacons would really believe him. It's not like it's not like they were like the Predacons were watching them. They were just intercepting yeah. they their calls. They Spoiler have, alert! But yeah, they they, this. so they weren't like basically calling each other when they were doing that. Well, and yeah. and plus like if they were like watching them and like intercepting like every single one of their communications, him. Talking like ten feet away from the other Maximals yeah. <laughs> to to Rat Trap wouldn't matter that much. It's it's more like oh he wanted them to act like that Rat Trap was a traitor when they like got in a fight. But like again he he doesn't have very much like faith in their ability to just like act slightly. Like you don't even have to like spin For a like huge tail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's only doing it so that the, the so that the audience doesn't know. That's the only reason. And yeah. Yeah, so the yeah, except for yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty telegraphed. Yeah. So from here we cut back to the dark side, and we actually have <laughs> one of the uh, Predacon scanners launch and oh, start scanning the immediate area again, and uh, we hear Megatron, who uh, is is talking to Tarantulas, and he's asking if he's fo- identified a suitable life form. So we're assuming that this is scanning uh, for another type of life form so that they can have it replicated for this new protoform that they managed to catch. Yeah, and the new form is everything we could ask for. <laughs> uh-huh. Which it's, is a, fact- it's a girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wow, Tarantulas, creepo factor. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, how they show entire- the... The, the form where he got it scanned is, is actually like attacking and eating a, a male spider too. Yeah. yeah. 
which is kind of weird when you think about it. Like, why would he? Like, I can understand. Hey, it's a spider. I think he just Fine. read like, oh, it's a powerful female spider, and he's like, great, and he and he totally skipped the part where it says, and that eats its mates. Yeah. <laughs> he totally missed that part. Yeah. So he's he's, tab. well, actually, uh, I think later on the he was the one who made the the Predacon shell program, and I think he did kind of make it so that she can't harm him. No, so. yeah, he he. This is like a Frankenstein's Bride situation where he's trying to like. <laughs> Make himself a girlfriend, and it's fucking holy shit, tragedies. <laughs> yeah, it's totally even relatable. Mega, even Megatron. <laughs> God damn it, you're married too. What the fuck? <laughs> and then um, Megatron's like, "I sense you have ulterior motives in this form." I love that. He's like, "You're a creepo, but whatever, it works." <laughs> So now, I, I, I think so. So I think we kind of discussed this a little bit in the previous episode when we were talking about protoforms. So this was a female, a female protoform. We could probably assume, right? Maybe. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. My, 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 my theory is that like the transformer decides mm-hmm. themselves, and then that's it. Because I mean, that's very progressive. They pick their own form in terms of animals. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But well, in this case, it was, well, in this case though, it was tarantulas picking everything because they're reprogramming a maximal. So mm-hmm. who knows what what happened there? I feel like there's like an '80s comedy where like all the all the Predacons are like, no, I want her. It's it, oh, it's a girl robot. Okay, no, we should make her a you know you know, uh, uh, pterosaurs like we should make her a girl. Pterodactyl, and then the Waspinator's like, no, we should make her a girl wasp, and Tarantulas is like, no, I've got this, and then he makes it a girl spider, and they're like, oh, come on, Tarantulas, we all want a girlfriend, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to... That's kind of how I read the situation. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, you just manipulate the situation so that the lady is your lady, you know? Your lady's man. Like, I mean, I would say I would say that uh, you know he's the he's the best la- he's the he's the best with the ladies of everyone we've seen on the show so far. Yeah, I mean, like, build making her program to follow you is is yeah that's that that's some that's some that's some flirting there. <laughs> is that that's some it, game? Sounds like, <laughs> like you're spoiling future episodes for me just for the well, record. I mean, didn't didn't Jordan already mention that where he's like she's like programmed to listen to him? Yeah. Like, well, like I said. Yeah, yeah, but still, still, you guys, it's a it's spoilers. At this point, based on what I've seen, he just said, there's a girl. I'm going to take the opportunity to make sure that she is a girl spider so that we have the correct uh, organs. Okay. <laughs> because because his, his, fil- his filters will adjust, but they only adjust so much. If you Transformers don't, don't reproduce sexually, though. Ah, I don't know. I... <laughs> hey, it's not about reproduction. It's not always about reproduction. No, I know. I'm just saying that... I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. <laughs> no words. I yeah. have no words. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing here, guys. <laughs> We're moving on. We're moving on. (laughs) So we cut back to the Axelon, and Cheetor's like, you don't really think Rattrap's backing with the Predacons, do you? And Rattrap's like, not a chance. 
and then we get Rat Trap sort of in the background. You can hear him saying, "Get scrapped, Optimus! If you think I'm, I was working for the Preds." And I think he says, "You've got a whole another program to run, you oversized buffoon." I thought at first he said baboon, but I think it was buffoon. Yeah, I couldn't. I was actually going to ask that if he said baboon instead of buffoon. Yeah, I guess he. I guess he just felt that was too easy of a pun. Yeah, <laughs> it would be pretty great though. So we we get them come back over to the main group, and Optimus is like, Maximal's rat traps loyalty to us has been brought into serious question. He just called me a name. I don't take <laughs> kindly to that. <laughs> and of course they're like, oh come on, he's not a spy. And I was just like, well, the repeated ambushes would suggest otherwise. So he says that he's going to order him to go on a solo mission. And he's going to search for Energon in Dun 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 Sector 12, which we haven't really heard anything about. But apparently it's Lava Pits. And apparently it's a death sentence. Yes, everyone's like, oh no. And I think they said 12's one big Energon storm and within weapons range of the Predacon ship. And they're like, and Optimus is like, well, think of it as a test of loyalty. And Rattrap's like, yeah, thanks for nothing, comrades. I'm blowing this taco stand. And he transforms and he heads out. So wait, Transformers have tacos. What would they be made of? Like just Energon? Um, no, just ta- they're taco meat. <laughs> taco meat, yeah. I mean, I mean tacos with ta- I mean, they're just like regular tacos. He's from Space New York. <laughs> So I googled Sector 12 because I just felt like it should have been something that existed somewhere, and the only thing that came up was that apparently it's it's an established uh, Green Lantern sector. Uh, the known planets in this sector are Eros, um, and uh, uh, let's see, and not not Kaloi was the Green Lantern of that sector, but I don't recognize him. He looks like a fish guy in a Green Lantern suit, so. In other words, nothing special about Sector 12. <laughs> Except that it has fish people. I'm sure there are other Sector 12s, it's just not, no one documented them. Yeah. It's like... Right, right. I just, I thought <laughs> it was like a, you know, like a refer, like a specific reference to a, like a Star Trek thing or something, but it wasn't. No, no unfortunately not. random number. I pulled yeah. out of their, out of their mindscapes. Yeah. So... From here, uh, we get like a little bit of a exchange between Optimus and the others, where they're like, "You don't seriously think that he's a traitor?" And Optimus is like, "Well, this mission should answer this question once and for all." So we then cut to Sector Twelve. Definitely, it, it almost looks like the inside of a volcano. There, there's definitely a lot of lava around, uh, some outcroppings, some rocks that Rat Trap's able to sort of navigate through. And uh, over the course of it, he radios back in, uh, says, Maximal Command, my recon mission indicates nothing here but melting rocks. You happy? Which Optimus uh, is on the end of the end. He says, one more sweep, rat trap, then bring it in. And he's like, check this certain sector. And he gives sort of these specific coordinates. And come to find out later on, he, was, he gave these specific coordinates for a reason. And we cut to the Predacon ship and it looks like they're listening in and they have it. Did, I, did someone cut out? I don't, I'm not hearing anything. No, I'm still here. Did, Hello? Uh, yeah, uh, it sounded like it sounded yeah. like you, you 
We lost you there for a second, Greg. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I didn't oh. hear any of what you just said. If you, it sounded like just silence, and I'm like... Yeah, it kind of went there, and I wasn't sure if you were taking a pause or, or if you cut out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I Stop talking for a minute. And I was expecting somebody to say something. So I guess <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Sorry, no, I was. So yeah, we, we... I, Google thought that Sector Twelve. I meant District Twelve from the Hunger Games. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> so really not a reference there. Her Section Twelve was a thing too, like like some kind of like organization or something. When we when we were at the Predacon ship, we see them all around like one specific console, don't we? Yes. Oh, you know, it looks, doesn't it look like an old-time radio? Or is that the Maximal one? The Maximal no, one definitely maximal one, yeah. looks like an old-time radio. Because okay. yeah. it's got like that weird, like, circle in the middle thing that, and, and uh, like, three cutouts there. So it really does look like one of those old, uh, you know, desk antique radios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably because so... they're so far back in time, that's all they had available. <laughs> It yeah, wasn't affected so, by the inner John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we have, it's not affected by this dip in the air. So we we get a little bit of a, a dialogue from Megatron. He says, ah, the simple pleasures of code breaking. Yes. And then he yes. orders Pterosaur to go find the Maximal. And then we cut back And you back can find to... him pretty easily because Red Trap gave his coordinates. <laughs> yeah. So... Rat Trap does his sweep and he's radioing radioing in. Uh, says nope, no activity here, Energon or otherwise. And just as he finishes saying that, he gets attacked by Pterosaur. And he's like, "Scrap that last report, engaging Pterosaur." And Rhinox is like, "His comm leak's still open, and he's under attack." And Cheetah's like, "Told you he was no Predacon clone." And we cut back to Rat Trap and Pterosaur. What does that even mean? Yeah. No Predacon clone. I thought he said like I, what? Crony? Crone? No, yeah. that is what he said. He said, he said clone? Predacon clone. Yeah. I huh. and it yeah, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. So I'm guess like maybe that's something for Transformers, I guess. <laughs> I I I I think the writers just like, we gotta put a interesting word here. Let's go with clone. <laughs> I don't know. Random sci fi word, yeah. So we we get this little scene. It's Rattrap is like hitting everything except for Pterosaur. It seems like he's shooting all around him and can't hit him. And Pterosaur actually makes the comment, "Your marksmanship is unimpressive and prepare to terminate <laughs> Maximal." And then Rattrap sort of he's like, "Wait, I beg for mercy." Did you mention Pterosaur's eye lasers, which I don't think he's ever used before? Oh yeah, that's right. He. That's right. And last, (laughs) yeah, they're like they're like exactly Dinobots, except well, his are green, these are purple, and I was like, wait, what? When that happened, I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that that does everybody have eye lasers and and they just don't use them? Like, (laughs) I think originally that that was the plan that the creators were going to do, but they kind of just phased it out or forgot about it. For most everyone except Dinobot, Dinobot's the only one that consistently has them. Which makes sense it's it's only, good. Yeah. And it's the only it's the only ranged weapon he has, so Yeah. Yeah. Pterosaur yeah. uses eye lasers, he manages to throw Rat Trap back with sort of like an explosion, and then he hits uh almost like a rock pillar and tries to get it to crush Rat Trap and he rolls out of the way. 
Mm-hmm. But once he does, he's sort of held at gunpoint by Terrorsaur, and that's when Rattrap's like, Mercy. And everybody's like, wait, Mercy? And then we get this little exchange between Rattrap and Terrorsaur, where... And then Mercy uses Guardian Angel and comes in and starts giving Rattrap her heel beam, and he's okay and gets up and starts fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, playing a lot of Overwatch. <laughs> Oh, that's why I didn't get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and I made mercy, so. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we get this little scene where Rattrap asks for mercy. Pterosaur is sort of like, mercy? At what price? And Rattrap's like, you name it, I got no links with the Maximals anymore. I'm a free agent. And Terrasaur's like, well, well, a maximal with logic circuits. So he goes on to say that he'll spare him in exchange for certain considerations. And Rattrap's like, all right, what have I got to lose? I'll do whatever you say. He's like, he should retrofit Terrasaur with some of those logic circuits. <laughs> <laughs> or Megatron, for that matter. <laughs> oh, Megatron does okay. Yeah, but every time he's going to win, he decides to lose. <laughs> which doesn't seem very illogical. Hmm. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah, I guess so. There's been times where he's legitimately beaten. Like, not his fault. Beyond just not being good enough. <laughs> so, oddly enough, when, when he says that he'll become a Predacon, he sort of waves his hand over his uh, like forearm compartment, like his little storage thing that he's got for his, for his charges. And the logo switches from maximal to deceptive. So I guess it's just that easy. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So he switches back, and uh, we get then cut to the back to the axelon, and everybody's hearing like, "How can this be? You know, this isn't right. He couldn't." And Dinobot's like, "Will you still defend your friend?" And whereas they're like, "Oh, he's he's like you're a fine one to talk." <laughs> My ox is like rat trap would. You know what would have that, made this? Was I was thinking the same thing when Dinobot said that. I was just like, "Who are you to say that?" <laughs> that 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 was pretty mean of Rhinox, you know, just throwing that back in his face like that. Yeah, yeah. well, he's a little upset that his little yeah. buddy is apparently a bad guy. Yeah, you you know, but this is what. Uh, so this did, to me, this this doesn't work because because they were because all of the the infighting was not at all observed by the by the Predacons. So like if um what would have been better if and they did you know people are better at writing than me so they could do this like in a way that makes sense. The betrayal should have happened where uh where like where where Rat Trap actually betrayed did something actually overtly to betray uh uh uh, uh Optimus like in a in a big everybody's fighting everybody battle, um, mm. and that should have been the initial betrayal, and then he should have left with the thing, or he should have actively reached out to Terrasaur, figured out a way to act actively reach out rather than this, where it's like, where it's well, like he's I, completely separate from the Maximals, and he's completely I I don't know it just it didn't, wait, it didn't work for me. I I, I just consider something though that they're hearing everything Rattrap's saying. So they're over they're over the radio. So maybe yeah. like the the Predacons are hearing the maximal side of that. Like maybe they're hearing the guys in the base react to Rat Trap. 
I mean, the the problem with that is that they then would also have heard Optimus and Rat Trap talking. No, because the radio wasn't active at that point. Yeah. The, the radio is like active at this moment. They're hearing Rat Trap through it, and they before they were communicating back at him. Well, I think it so, sort of works the same way that it's like totally a possible that they would work in that. Yeah. They they were hearing what like Ryan Trap left his com open as we'll come to find out on purpose. For them, they probably didn't leave their end open in return. Like they weren't like pressing the button to be able to talk. They were just Unless sort of Optimus listening. was. But you're suggest yeah, you're suggesting that, that they know that they're being bugged and 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 Optimus did all this stuff so that so that the so that the Predacons would overhear uh Dinobot calling him a turn code and yeah, and, and I mean like that's that's it's totally I'm totally just like saying this and it's not right. right the story right. doesn't present it that way really. That's, it and that's and that's and that's fine. But that's a that's a better that's actually a be, a better es- explanation. I will accept that explanation. For the rest <laughs> of it. I mean, like even if even if the show creator had come on, I I take that as canonical as if the show creator came on and explained that to me. Uh, when you say that, because that makes enough sense. Yeah. Uh, I I still don't. I still think that it could have been told better, but that makes that that at least is yeah. some explanation yeah. for why he's inserted the the turmoil amongst the team the way he did. You know what I think would have worked out well is if at the start of this episode, instead of Rat Trap being at the base, if Rat Trap was with them and was guiding them, and then something happened where he wound up going with the Predacon. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, but then the radio yeah. thing wouldn't make any sense. Also, there's still someone at the radio at home. Yeah, that's how they that's how they got the plans. Was that the Predacons listen over the radio? So if Red Trap's there guiding them, they wouldn't be using the radio. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, then it would be, uh, or maybe uh, you know what would be even better is if Rat Trap actually did lead them to an ambush. Like he what? actually he actually did like you know. I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like if he actually was working with the Predacons for a little while, yeah. Like like he he actually you know he reached out to Pterosaur because Pterosaur is not going to be you know they're both on they're both on a he figures out when Pterosaur is going to go on a scout and he says hey Pterosaur I've got some I've got something for you I'm I'm done with the I'm done with but the Maximals give me a thing with the thing. And uh, here's a and here's a piece of intel, and then he gives them, you know, the code or something. But at that point, you're completely reworking the plot because the whole reason they did this whole like double agent thing was to find out how the Predacons were finding out about their like how the Predacons were getting the info to ambush them. Uh-huh. That's a whole end game. So what's the end game in your scenario? I think what they could have done is like they still could have been listening in. I think what maybe what they could have alluded to at the beginning of the episode was I hope we're not walking into a trap like we have the past two times. I don't know. I don't know what I, I, I mean, I guess the, yeah, I took the end game as I, I, I guess I didn't even get that. That was the point of it from the episode. So I don't know. I, I, <laughs> the point I, was to find out how the Predacons were listening. Okay. I knew that yeah. they, they, they did the chip thing. I thought that that was a, I mean, you could, you could, you could easily create a, a some kind of MacGuffin to, uh, to 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 strike a blow at the Predacons because I actually 
I must not have been paying attention, and I'm wrong about everything on this show, you know. So, um, <laughs> not I always that wrong. Because we had a couple episodes ago, we had that whole conversation about how do they know what a Maximal's energy signature was. I thought that was the thing that was telling him what the Maximal's energy sh- signature was that he pulled out of the. Thing. No, that was the that was a decoder. Oh yeah, that was a yeah, decoded. Uh... I know that now that you explained it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I didn't okay. catch that. And you know what? I'm okay. I'd be okay with reworking it because I didn't think this was a very good episode. So they should rework oh. the plot. Well, I'm just saying it's a completely different episode at that point. I, like, it's not the same I, episode. <laughs> I, guess, I guess if you want to tell the double agent story, I think there are better That's ways to do it. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. I'm just throwing out. I think it would be best if he was actually. Or, like, oh man. Or if they had done like a multiple episode story arc where there's like implications that maybe he's meeting with uh, somebody or something. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's expecting too much. That's the problem yeah, with that this would show. be cool. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't. <laughs> that's the problem with this show. It's like it's like too good most of the time, and so sometimes I like you know sometimes I hold it to a little bit of a, high, a higher bar. But I understand. I just understand. We can keep going. I I just wanted to I just wanted to ramble for a minute. And I was going to uh-huh. point out that it probably is a good thing that we we confirmed to you that it was a decoder chip because other than the maximal symbol on it. The only thing is the Cybertronics on it that just says "caution, very hot." <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like it's very That's what obvious. It says. Yes. <laughs> so it's not like oh, this is. It's just got a maximal symbol on it, and it's a chip. There's not really much else to tell you that it's a decoder chip. That's wow. Okay. Well, you don't want a decoder chip to look like a decoder chip because that would be you know not decodery enough or something. <laughs> Is decoder even a word? <laughs> Maybe the Cybertronics were written on there so that so that it would like make it so protocols didn't want to touch it. They're like, oh, don't touch that. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's there. true, and they're all they're all uh, they're all like uh, cold blooded. So so if you touch something that's hot, it'll mess up their you know the hot and then cold will mess up their internal organs. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's how science works, right? Mm. <laughs> that's more like biology than. Anyway, we're about halfway through the episode now, so why don't we take a quick break, and then we'll go back to it right as soon as we get back. That's good. Sounds good. Okay. So we are back, and uh, we pick up the scene at the dark side. We have all the Predacons in their beast forms for some odd reason. Amazing. (laughs) Even though they're in the ship, they're in their beast. All of them are in their beast forms. No idea why. Well, can so did we? But wait, so if they're in the ship, they don't have to worry about Energon? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Yeah, they actually have devices in their ships that protect them from the energon. Why don't they just have those outside? I don't think it could cover that far. <laughs> I think it's like a shield around the ship. Why don't they make a little ones around themselves? 
because they used need, all the parts to make the communicators. Okay. You need a, and maybe like you needed you needed superstructure of a ship to support that kind of system. That could be too. Because um, they actually allude to that in one of the future episodes of this season. Okay. Where we actually see Tigertron again. It's one of the one of those episodes. I just noticed as it's zooming into like Terrasaur here in a scene, he's like sniffing his pets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sure he's <laughs> he starts going off again. Yeah, there's trying there's to a woman there now. Yeah. They gotta they gotta all suck their guts in. Oh. <laughs> Make sure that they smell nice. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine if they had to like fumigate now that Black Arachne is there? Oh. <laughs> well it's it's yeah, it's like it's like uh, it's like a it's another uh, sitcom concept, like the Predacons and like Black Arachne is there, like the one woman trying to clean up. Is that the plot of the new girl? I don't know. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. Yes, as as Black Arachne, sister to Bones. I want to see Zoe Deschanel kick someone's ass like Black Arachne. Pretty cool. That, yeah, that would be pretty cool. So you kick somebody right in the face. <laughs> Maybe she'll get a spot on a Marvel show and she'll just be able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what was she? Did she do anything cool in uh, in Hitchhiker's Guide? Oh, she got that. to shoot the truth gun. Because yeah. she was Trillian, yeah. She's not British. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> Why would she so. that movie? She's not British. I, well, the... <laughs> Zaphod Beeblebrox wasn't British. I'm just joking around. <laughs> the only British people were Marvin the Robot and uh, and Arthur Dent. Yeah. Um, Probably some other ones. I don't know. It's been a while. What, what about time. what about his friend that like was an alien? It turned out and was oh, like trying to warn him about that guy. Most F is not uh, is not British either. But the character was he or did he have uh, an American accent? Uh, he did not. It, it, that actor did not. Uh, uh, Ford Prefect was not. Did not have a British accent in that in that movie. No. Okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And, so uh, yeah. No. He was just. He was just. That's most deaf, right? That's his name, right? Yeah. I have okay. no idea. <laughs> yes. It's most definitely his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's the episode. <laughs> There's a better one for you, Kendall. It's most definitely his name. <laughs> that works. That works. Doesn't it doesn't involve masturbation, so it's okay. <laughs> I wasn't offended. I was just surprised. <laughs> so, especially since I'm glad that wasn't the episode that that my mom almost listened to. Oh my god, I would have felt horrible. And my mom listened to like the first episode for like a few seconds and was like, I heard my son's name, my son's voice, I can stop listening now because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> she, was, she was, she told me, she was like, I saw that you posted a thing, I was going to listen to it, and then I saw it was three hours long. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you're crazy if you think anyone's going to listen to that for three hours. <laughs> well, apparently there's around 100 people that are pretty crazy <laughs> well, I, I, that's uh, the 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 subscribe, yeah. yeah. Whether they listen, well, true. I'm but convinced that only are. Zach from Teenagers with Attitude listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> he he's just made like a hundred different accounts and hit subscribe. Or or I mean, people may have subscribed, you know, 
That doesn't mean they listen. I, I subscribe <laughs> to a number of podcasts that I don't listen to. Like uh, How to Do Everything on NPR. I subscribe to a few. Like uh, I haven't listened to Alice Isn't Dead yet, but I got a subscription to it. I dropped. Oh, it's, it's I dro- I actually dropped a couple podcasts the last couple weeks because I've been listening to Sailor Business and they were piling up, and I was like, I clearly don't like this podcast very much. Okay, so uh, what yes, happens anyway? <laughs> so we get a scene of Pterosaur, and he's talking about how with the additions of Black Arachnia and now Rat Trap, who was apparently his lieutenant, it'll be the tipping tipping point of the beast wars and you have to mention that like he like he has his wings up uh, like hiding rat trap and then he puts it down and then rat trap gives a little wave I know. And, yes, then, and then he does and like a little salute when he says that he's his he's lieutenant, lieutenant. <laughs> yeah and he does like a little thumbs up as well yep it's the best apparently in the japanese and he's, he's in giving, a cage <laughs> while he's doing this yeah but apparently in the japanese he's com- constantly giving banter about like of encouragement and like that, at one, they should have done that in this one. And like at one point when he says like, "And I shall be leader," he like he says, "And president." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! That'd be great. He wags his finger a few times too. Yeah. yeah. And then we get um, with the the scene, Pterosaur sort of alludes to, "This will all come to pass if I am leader." And of course, Megatron is like, "Oh, this thing again." <laughs> it's funny because as as he's sort of confronting Pterosaur, uh, Rat Trap has already snuck out of the. Well, did he even really sneak? Because I mean, like the door just opens. I don't think anybody even locked it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I I what I thought when well, I was happening when I first watched it wasn't. Like, oh my god, he's already escaping and just running off to go do whatever he yeah. wants. <laughs> and I was really hoping that was the case, but now nah, he sneaks out and he tases. Uh, Megatron, yeah, or Pterosaur. No, yeah, with Megatron. something that seems very effective, and they should use that more often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, it uh, it it scraps his servo circuits, so he can't transform. So he's stuck as a T Rex or move. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and he can't transform either. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was I was kind of getting to this earlier. It's like, so even we had this discussion earlier that if any, if if Rat Trap isn't the most useless Maximal, at best he's his his uh, good qualities are his in his sneakiness. If Pterosaur wasn't an idiot, he would have thought that too, and not immediately like brought in brought in this Maximal. <sighs> yeah, no, Pterosaur's an idiot. It's true. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's just this episode. It's the wor- This is the worst episode so far. I think. Yeah. I think that it's it it could have been, but the salute and um the wave and the other things that Rat Trap was doing behind Pterosaur elevates this episode to being good for me personally. <laughs> what episode is it better than so far? Um, mountain one, let's say. But that one was had the cool with the thing where he bites him. He's got the circuits on I his know. legs. I got to think about the episodes. I think it wasn't like I don't know, like the there's one episode we didn't think was that great. I can't remember what it was. Realize that we've had two episodes that, that have focused on a mountain that have exploded. <laughs> I know. I know. Joe didn't like the mountain one, but I thought it was okay. But I thought that episode. one. That one was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Or the the mountain one, meaning the one with the floating mountain, the charged up. Yeah. Yeah. The last the, two episodes ago, the last time. I I'm, I think there's an episode that we all kind of agreed was like, eh, and I just don't remember which one it was now. Yeah. But I like this one because of the I, wave. Okay. Well, your your opinion is wrong. That's okay. <laughs> I think it was okay, the no. um, the episode where with the teleporter that we didn't think was all that great, wasn't it? No, I don't. I don't actually have to re-listen to the podcast now again. <laughs> I think that may have been the episode that we were a little bit lukewarm on, but I was definitely lukewarm on that episode, and this one I'm like, no. Like, this is a pass. Like, this is a... Like, if it was on Netflix, I'd skip it kind of thing. There's other moments in the episode that I like that... um. Like I like the whole like setup of Rattrap sneaking around the base and and like I, I agree that the way they got to this setup isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Like, but I like what happens with with, with it. Hmm. So we from here we've got uh, Terrasaur essentially saying, "Oh, I'm the leader now. Everybody's going to swear fealty to me." And then we get Scorponok and. and he hasn't even been hit in the head or landed on the head, so far as I can tell in this episode. We don't know and what happened before he has... this. Well, that's true. Mind you, he did get shot by Dinobot earlier, I guess. Yeah. So, he's like, not Scorponok. Scorponok loyal to Megatron. <laughs> it's like, also, apparently, Scorponok not know how to use grammar. Well, maybe, maybe he, you know, I'll, this is what I'll bet happened. I'll bet he challenged... Um, he challenged Tarantulas for Black Arachnia's uh, hand in marriage, and uh, and they had a fight, and he lost. And that's how do you he think it was that, or do you think that Black Arachnia might have been like, "Look, I'm not going to marry either of you dweebs if you're going to fight over me," and she wound up. <laughs> or maybe he made. Actually, this is probably this is where I thought you were going with that. He uh, he was making advances on Black Arachnia that were not welcome. And then Black Arachnia beat the crap out of him. That's the more progressive. That, that, yeah, that works better. Yeah, okay, we'll does. go with that. Yeah. So yeah, from here, uh, they have their little argument. And I'm trying to remember. So from here, if I remember correctly, isn't it then that uh, Rattrap and Megatron are lowered in to like that little chasm sort of thing in the ship? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something happens that so it makes him be like a okay. Put my lieutenant and the and and Megatron lock them up in the dungeon. Like, yeah. It's like is is he your lieutenant or is he your hostage? Like, yeah. I mean, they said they don't want to argue in front of the maximal, but like that's is that really does he need to go to the dungeon? Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> which so, yeah. Which is actually, although actually, I think is is probably fine. It's actually like one of the few smart things is to be like, okay, we brought you in, but we still don't trust you totally, so we're gonna lock you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but one the Megatron's just the like, okay, unlock door. He's like, yeah, Siri, like- lock door, and it's like, okay, <laughs> voice recognition, Megatron, your door's unlocked. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you- and oh. it brings one of those platforms to him. <laughs> oh yeah. So he calls an Uber too. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we missed this. We missed the small scene with the uh, the Maximals again. Mm. Yeah, because the Maximals have a little discussion where Optimus is like, "We need to get Rat Trap out," and they're like, "Well, he's a traitor. Why are we gonna go and get him?" And 
they're like, well, he's a dangerous weapon to fall into Predacon hands, and he should be neutralized. See, he's a good maximal. He's a dangerous weapon. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he knows the password to get into their Wi-Fi. Like, <laughs> like not because he's not because he's good at shooting things or Chopper like face tactics or anything. <laughs> I, I. Our download capacity is at its limit. Damn you, rat trap! <laughs> I I did remember Dinobot had a pretty cool little line in this scene where he's like, he should be neutralized and returned here to answer for his tre- treachery and to be brought to justice. And Optimus sort of gives like this little weird look. He's like, kind of surprised with the way that Dinobot's taken this whole thing. I, or at least I got that sort of I thought more he was like kind of like stern face like yeah like let's go do that (laughs) but yes then we get the scene of Megatron escaping from his cell after they're lowered down and I think one of the things he says a wise tyrant always ensures his prisons are designed for his personal escape which yep it's true Yeah. yeah I mean that that that's the that's the one good thing about this episode that that moment where he just is like screw this, I get to leave. Like, <laughs> you know, no, no, you know, because I figure, you know, you watch that and, you know, most of the time if that happened, you know, if it was, was Star Trek and Captain Picard got the ship taken over, he'd be like, you know, uh, you know code Picard, blah, 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 you know, open, open door and the computer would be like, no, you disabled that because the evil data faked your voice or something, you know. But but not in this. No no no. Pterosaur just just straight up just just he didn't think about that. Megatron no. just had the lo- lock to open the door, which is just so. It's great. So yeah yeah. It's 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 good. It's yeah, that's that's the one the one uh, the one <laughs> redeeming quality of this uh, episode. You, you you didn't like the the rat trap in the background stuff. You didn't think that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> a resounding meh. Yeah. I yeah. I actually didn't I don't think I even noticed it the first time I saw it. You should go back and see that. That was that was pretty funny. I I can I'll agree that this wasn't the greatest episode, but I thought that that little part was pretty cute. Well, I'm just playing my role. I'm the hater on the on the, oh, yeah. on the podcast, so <laughs> Kendall doesn't like cute. <laughs> <laughs> So Megatron floats off on one of the platforms, and we get Rattrap, who transforms and then changes the logo. He has to change the logo back on his forearm first before he can do it. felt so dirty having it on his arm. <laughs> yeah. so, so he changes the logo, and then it turns out that he had a what he refers to as a little handy infiltration kit. And he gets like this little, almost like a lock-picking tool, and picks the lock on his cell and opens up the door. And then we see I will, him. I will oh, say, sorry. if there was ever any doubt up to this point in the episode, if like the writing had been better, or like if I was an eight-year-old watching this and and didn't pick up on the obvious like cues, uh, the fact that Rat Trap says maximize, I thought was actually kind of a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, rather than you know he didn't, so he didn't have to change his he didn't change his code thing. So I yeah, thought yeah. I thought that was kind of kind of yeah. cool. So he uh, opens up his cell. From there, we get him uh, 
Primer, he climbs onto the top of the cell and then jumps off of it and grabs on, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't like uh doesn't use his um like the cell like swinging back and forth or something like that. Yeah, that's I was kind of surprised by that too. I like when I was watching this episode today, I I thought I remembered that he did, but I must have I must have been mistaken because I could have sworn he going to. You probably were just thinking of like literally every other show that has had a scene like this <laughs> where they would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he manages to. Uh, to get out of the cell, and he grabs onto like this barred door uh, that leads into a hallway outside of where the cells are stored. And he's sort of looking around, and there's this little rat that happens to walk by the this little intersection, and just sort of motions for him to follow. So I have a little touch of him cocking his gun too. Yeah. So apparently, we've got Cheetor who is precognitive. And then apparently Rat Trap is like Doctor Doolittle with rats. I I think it's more like he just he's like which way is this rat going? That's probably the right way to go. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the, the rat actually motions to him. It's it like, does. Hey, follow me. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, oh, it's a it's a bit my it's a big brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so, yeah, he totally yeah. He's he's just he's just animal speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. he follows the rat. Stick out, uh, stick together, you know? Help each yeah. other out. Sometimes to a disgusting degree with Rat Kings. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, he follows the rat. The rat leads him to uh, like a floor panel where he's able to listen in on the conversation. And Pterosaur is still trying to convince the other Predacons saying that with Rat Trap and Black Arachnia, they can destroy the Maximals once and for all. Scorponok is still saying, I will not follow you. Megatron is our true leader. Pterosaur is like, enough. I am your new leader. So, you know, I don't, I don't get why, like, all the other guys are just, like, even, like, humoring Pterosaur as their new leader. Because, like, before, he had a power surge. Great. Now, he's not the strongest guy in the room. No, God, no. no. So, like, why are they listening to him at all? Like, well, I don't know why, like, Tarantulas wasn't just like, hey, you took up Megatron? Cool, I'm going to take you out and become the leader now. Or, like, even Scorponok. Like, Scorponok could just beat up Pterosaur. And he just he could just do that. Like, I don't... Yeah. But, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense without the power surge. Like, why they're even humoring. Yeah. So you're say, are you suggesting that there's bad writing in this episode? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree yeah, that, yeah. Like, that, that there's a lot wrong in the episode. I'm just saying there's little touches that I like. Okay. And I'm just like I got you. I got you. It's not a zero, you know. It's like a it's like a six out of ten. I mean, I guess I guess I'm also saying that there are things that I like. I just think it's the worst episode so far. <laughs> I, I mean, guess. I'm sure there will be worse episodes. I'm sure I guess there will the be worst, an episode, that's... but I, I I like parts of it enough that I'm not <laughs> hating on. It. <laughs> so we cut to the outside of the dark side, and somehow the Maximals have all gathered behind the Predacon ship. I'm like, aren't they supposed to have weapons that can pick up on the maximal signatures? And well, they all day? haven't been placed yet. See, this is why, <laughs> this is why I thought, this is why I thought that the chip thing was, was, uh, was the thing that was scanning the maximals. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough, but no, that's, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's no good reason why they're not being vaporized right now. Because yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what I thought the point... This is what I how I read the episode, 
was that was that um basically Rat Trap was getting in there to uh sort of dis more or less disable the defenses and then they were going to come in and make an attack to sort of uh strike a kind of maybe not like in one fell sweep destroy the the Predacons but like kind of do some serious damage on like a you know on like a sneak attack kind of thing. That's kind of how I read how I read the episode, but mm. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, and I mean like if that was their goal, they didn't do a good job because they just kind of like they kind of fight them outside the base and run away. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they did some they did some damage to stuff. It's just like you know how much damage is ever done in this you know this senseless war. <laughs> It's like, you know, they fight it for, they fight still the, and still the territory is in the, is in that exact same spot. It's really, I think it, I think that, I think I read somewhere that it is a, it is really an allegory for the Korean war. Could be. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, like, I was going to say, like, are you, are you serious? <laughs> no, I was not serious. I'm sure, I'm sure someone would write that. That story, because people look into things too much. But it's it's no it's no Starship Troopers. I'll tell you. So not, I don't know anything about history either. That is the thing with the Korean War, right? That like they they well the, the Korean War started. technically hasn't ever ended. Like the the, right. the North There's, and the South are still technically at war. But like that, the line stayed the same, right? During yeah. the whole war, that Pretty was like much, a thing. Yeah. I, I I think that's I don't know I don't know about it. high school was a long time ago I didn't have to learn history to be a business I, I just I just remember read from that 70s show talking about fighting in Korea that's all I remember about how he put a lot of boots in and asses yes mm-hmm. also um uh, 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 uh shoot Wonder Years guy Fred Savage's character what's his name Fred Savage but what's the <laughs> character I, he doesn't just, uh, he doesn't just play Kevin himself. Arnold's dad fought in Korea with, uh, <laughs> there you go with his and 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 his and and also with with his baseball with his baseball coach the baseball coach at his high school and because Kevin Arnold's dad saved the baseball coach's life that's the reason that he was allowed to be on the baseball team I remember that episode even though he wasn't good at baseball oh so he like there was like a uh, like a flashback. It was like one of his like fantasy things that was on that show. It was a flashback of of uh, the dad saving the saving the coach's life, and then he's like, "How could I ever repay you?" And he's like, "Well, if I ever have a son and you ever coach a baseball team, <laughs> good, good times, good times." So he did the he did the Ash Ketchum. Uh, method of getting what his way, just do some other random bullshit. There's nothing to do with the actual thing that you're doing. <laughs> do <laughs> some, you have, have some random <laughs> bullshit happen to your dad 20 years ago. Well, I mean, not that far, but you know what I mean. Here's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the folder yeah. badge because I don't know. I guess I guess because the sprinklers went off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Actually, we're getting back to Beast Wars because he did technically defeat that Onyx. I don't think he did. I think the fight got like interrupted or some shit. I don't. It got interrupted now. by the sprinklers, and then and then Pikachu. No, the sprinklers used... was on purpose. I mean, like 
Team Rocket interrupts it or some shit. I don't think I don't think there's an actual winner in that. Oh. Well, I don't know that's how mostly it happens. Anyway, but he did actually like, power up his Pikachu and then <laughs> and then use the Thunderbolt on like I'm just saying it's closer to he's it's closer to um winning so, the uh, fight than like uh like Misty where he like just totally doesn't even battle her. And they're like, well, he would have won if he used Pikachu. So Beast Wars. Yes, um, Beast Wars. <laughs> right so yes. on track. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Maximals are asking why they aren't attacking the ship yet, and Optimus sort of just says, we're just, we attack on my command, and he just sort of leaves it at that. Uh, then we cut back inside the ship, and we see Waspinator at the same console that they were listening to earlier to the Maximals conversation on the radios. And I guess he just left the debate. Yeah. They were he, having. He just yeah. left it for some reason. Yeah. So he he's running a scan and it says it's scanning max for maximal frequencies. And then it says none detected after a moment. And so he walks away. And then we get Rat Trap jumping down from an upper platform onto this sort of gangway. And he allowed clank and Waspinator's like, What was that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, I probably imagined it. <laughs> There's probably a rock or something. <laughs> probably one of the but rats that is so hallway. He, he goes up to the cons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Rat Trap sort of pulls off the front of the, the console and is like, a ma- maximal chip. No wonder. Hey, this is where we see the chip with the maximal logo and then the little bit of text in that. So, obviously it lied, because he just pulls the chip right out, and it wasn't hot at all. He just yeah. sticks it right in his arm. Yeah. It was a clever ruse that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. So, he takes it out and pops it back in his arm. And he starts wandering around through the halls, and he happens to trip up, like, a sensor that's in the hall. And that alerts Tarantulas, who's apparently no longer in this argument. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they sort of left the argument as it was, I guess. Because Tarantulas yeah, is doing his own thing, and Waspinator was doing his own thing, too. So It also so triggers a... Uh, at this point, too... I was going to say, it triggers oh, sorry, also that, ahead, that web as well. Yes, there's yeah. a... A Red trap is bad at this. Yeah. Hey man, he just he rolled a bad roll on his perception check. Okay, not a big deal. <laughs> Happens to everybody. Everyone gets nat ones. More like, more like he. I, I feel like he's more like uh, a one of those. He's just doesn't even th- like the player is playing poorly, kind of thing. <laughs> like he just he just forgets to check for traps. <laughs> well, it's a good thing that he actually did fall in this trap because he saved the the rat that saved his life, or at least yeah, because yeah, Tarantulas was about to eat this rat because you know his filters adjust and everything. <laughs> so Tarantulas goes to inspect what's triggered this alarm, and Rat Trap's sort of still stuck in in this web, and we're getting this cut back and forth between Tarantulas walking along a, a ceiling in the hall, and Rattrap manages to... He's got some sort of a, a blade that pops out of the inner part of his wrist. Yeah, he's got like a Very wrist blade. Yeah, yeah, it's 
He's apparently a, a member of the Assassin's Guild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He manages to cut himself out of the web. And he runs off back to the cell. Tarantulas finds the web and is like, hmm. So he starts to follow. And he sees Rat Trap, who's just getting back into his cage. And we get a pretty good scene. Tarantulas. Yeah, he's just in the midst of transforming and we get this big explosion and it rocks him back. I'm like, this is why they should shoot them when they're transforming. Yeah, because Red Hammer's like, blasts him. He's just like, he, he fucks yeah. him up with that one shot, too. Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> that was a moment. That's no, I'll say, I will another say, thing... Just to, pile, just to pile on, um, the, that, that when, he, when he cuts free of the web... And he walks through the web. He, like, has to push some of it out of the way. But for some reason, that doesn't stick to him. Because this episode's bad. Okay, go on. I was going to say, it was, was like, cutting the circuit. Like, basically, it's only sticky when it's it's full and complete. And by cutting through some of the Energon thing, it's not as powerful as before. It's like those those Christmas lights that when you unscrew one, then all of them go out. Yeah. Yeah, you just (laughs) mess with one, and that just kind of ruins it all. That's... And I was, I was gonna say that the um, the wrist blade thing, you guys said Assassin's Creed, and that, that makes way more sense. But I was thinking of, and Kendall might remember this, was when Spider Man for a little while had like wrist stingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After reminded the other. me of that. Yeah. yeah. He very rarely used them because he's not into stabbing people, but he had them. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Oh, is that with the uh, other? Yeah. 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 And then Kane, uh, when Kane came back, he had the stingers also. Even the spiders don't have stingers. Ah, uh, but if they evolve. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that was the point of the thing. That was the point yeah. was that he was the the other. It was evolve or die. Like he had, to, and he even said like, but, but spiders don't have stingers, and it's like, yeah, but you're not. A, you got to evolve or you're gonna die. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, we get I actually tarant- really like mystical Spider-Man stuff. Okay, go on. Yeah. yeah. So Tarantulas gets pretty messed up. He's, like, sort of spasming on the floor. He's, burnt like... shit. Yeah, burnt up pretty good. He's got smoke coming off him. It's, yeah. And then Rat Trap... Uh, He's, like, twitching, too. Yes, he is. And we get Ever Rat Trap for said that he stopped at the... Ever since Jordan said that he thought that the uh, that they that mainframe got a or that the wiki said that mainframe got a uh, a new filter, it's like every single character is getting like <laughs> serious battle damage, and it and it looks the same. Like I mean, it's the same, like exactly the same, like black and da- damage, like the same way. So it does really seem like a filter. It's a, it, they they got a new Instagram filter. They want to use it. <laughs> so yeah, we Rat Trap seems to sort of do some sort of a signal, and we cut back outside, and we see Optimus's chest sort of glows in a certain spot on the right side of his chest, and he taps his chest to sort of acknowledge it, and then he tells the other Maximals to transform and attack. So they start attacking the ship, and we cut back inside, and Pterosaur is freaking out. He's like, we're under attack. And he's wondering what to do. And all of a sudden Megatron appears behind him. 
And he's like, so, Commander, what what shall we do? And at first, Pterosaur's like, how come we weren't alerted by the Codebreaker? Where's Tarantulas? And then Wasmanator's like, maximal code breaking deactivated. Shields damaged. So, at this point, well, release my lieutenant and prepare to counterattack. And he tells them all to transform, and they rush outside, and we start getting a battle that ensues. Um, i trying to remember if it was Rhino. I think it's Rhinox who knows that they're outnumbered. Yeah. Yeah. And Optus like, they've transformed the proto-maximal, but we have a secret weapon. And so battle continues. Pterosaur is like, time to prove your loyalty to the Predacons in battle. Fire on Optimus. Optimus. And I want to point out here when Optimus flies up, uh, his like faceplate closes. And we were talking oh, about that yes, last time. Right. And yes. I, I, I thought, like, Primal has a faceplate sometimes, doesn't he? I was thinking last episode, but I kind of remember him using it so far. But yeah, he, he just did there. So he can, he, like, later, um, um he, like, late. And poor Waspinator gets hit by the chain of command again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Rat Trap fires on Optimus. Uh, I think it's three or four shots that he takes before he actually hits Optimus. And Optimus crash lands into the ground. And Cheetor's like, Rat Trap, it's true! And so he sort of starts going off. He's shooting... Like, he, What does he do? He shoots off both sets of Black Arachnia's legs. Well, she, like spider legs. Well, she was like about to basically give the killing shot at Prime, yeah. and he shot the gun out of her hand. And she just gets oh, pissed and just yes. and just starts advancing as he starts yeah, right at her with a gun. Yeah. Like for 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 the, for the episode that introduces Black Arachnia, she doesn't get a lot, but this was pretty cool. Like yeah, just like shrugging awesome. off all that shit and just coming up and kicking him in the face. Like yeah. that's pretty good. And uh, yeah, I, I, in the episode as I'm watching along, I just got past the part where Wasmander gets blasted by that machine gun thing again. I just got a thing of Wasmander just like, God damn it, not again! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Black Arachnia, total badass in this. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's funny too, because Cheetor actually hits Scorponok for once with his gun. And since <laughs> well, he's done that before. Flying, well, well, yeah, but not often. I mean, how many times has he actually hit anything with his gun? <laughs> Well, well at least two. Both times that he shot Megatron and nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. But he, so yeah, he comes charging in and Black Arachnia just basically roundhouse kicks him right in the face and just <laughs> drops him like a sack of potatoes. She gets damaged along the way, but like she just shrugs it off. Yeah. But then I think at one point she's she's like next time kitty cat or something like that, and so she's another steps time on his, or something like that. Yeah. And then she steps on his face and walks away. And and Cheetor is strangely excited by that. <laughs> and it awakens something in him. Yeah, because she's a lady. Yeah. It's the first uh it's the first lady maximal they've or lady transformer they've seen. I was more making a joke about stepping on faces, but <laughs> that works too. <laughs> so we got to uh Dinobot has uh, come upon Pterosaur and Rattrap. He sort of knocks Pterosaur out of the way and he grabs onto Rattrap. He's like, I have awaited this meeting, traitor. 
prepare to terminate. And then all of a sudden, his head gets grabbed by Megatron's T-Rex head, and he gets hoisted up. It's a pretty cool scene, because I initially thought that Megatron was like going to fire his gun, just blow off Dinobot's head or something like that. Or just crush it in his yeah. jaws. Yeah, because Dinobot's just sort of like standing there, well, not even standing, he's sort of hanging there, he can't really do anything. So I feel like that is a thing, because I remember when I had my toys, I would always I would always emulate a scene like this where uh, Dinobot would, or Dinobot, uh, Megatron would be using his T-Rex head to, to like, be, grab, be holding somebody by the head. So I feel like he does that a lot. I don't, I mean, I think this is this might be the first time. But you're right. Why doesn't he just fire his gun when he does that and then kill one? He, he wants Rattrap to do it. I know in this case that we're in this case that that makes sense. But he, I feel like he does it a lot mm. where he just holds them. And that would be really cool because I don't think he ever does that. I don't think he ever straight up murders any of any of them. I don't think he does. Although it's funny yeah. because I was expecting that to happen while Megatron had Dinobot held. And he's like, now you get to prove whether or not you're Maximal Hero or Maximal Traitor or Predacon Hero. Kill the, the Traitor Dinobot. I love that. Predacon Hero. I love yeah. that. And so Pterosaur stands back up and he's like, he's my lieutenant. And he goes and tells him to destroy him. And as soon as you sort of get this little scene where Rattrap's like, uh, uh, and then he just blows Pterosaur's head off. He kind of does a thing too, where his his like his eyes have like one eyebrow raised, and he and then he goes and turns and shoots off Harrison's head, and like literally his head pops off, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. It's another good part of his episode. Yeah, and then we get Dinobot, who like Megatron is surprised by that, and so Dinobot takes advantage, manages to get out of his grip, and then sort of punches him right in the face, and then kicks him, knocks a couple of his teeth out. Yeah, yeah, he spits out some tea. Yeah. So from there, uh, Optimus is like, get Rat Trap out of here. So obviously Optimus knew what was going on all along. And so Rhinox transforms back into a rhino, charges and knocks over both uh, Scorponok and Waspinator. And Waspinator. After he just got up from being shot down by the chain of command. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, that felt better now. Oh crap! <laughs> and so Rattrap then jumps up onto Rhinox's back, and they start running, and they make a strategic retreat uh, away from from the dark side, obviously back towards their base. Then we have uh, Megatron uh, approaching Terrasaur, who's trying to find his own head. Yes. <laughs> 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 and I guess Tarantulas shows up at this point too. Yeah, I, I guess Tarantulas he, he just he just got back from from getting uh, his. Because I was gonna say like I remember seeing Tarantulas here, and I'm like, wait, if Tarantulas was in that fight, why wasn't he like, hey, I saw Rat Trap sneaking out, but I guess he <laughs> wasn't there. He just he just now showed up. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we get uh, Megatron, who's like, now yeah, which of you glorious victors would still follow this fool's lead? So we get everybody except for Pterosaur backing up. And Scorpidoc's the first to back up. And it's like, yeah, I was never in question. Don't worry about Scorpidoc. <laughs> Megatron's like, yes, yeah, so I calculated. And thus ends the glorious reign of Pterosaur. 
a lost battle, a missing black arachnia, and who knows what damage inflicted by a maximal spy. And, of course, at this point, Pterosaur is, like, trying to reattach his head, and it falls over again. Yeah. We get the line, uh, oh, my aching head. (laughs) So it was interesting when you said a missing black arachnia. I was like, wait, that happened? Yeah, apparently she went off. that 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 was the only indication we had that she left. Yeah, like after. before, it's it's kind of just like oh, I assume that she beat up Cheetor and then returned to the fight, but apparently she ditched. Well, that yeah, was kind of apparently. like not really. That wasn't really clear. Besides, the only indication of that is Megatron saying it. Yeah. yeah. Well, she lost those fire legs. Maybe she just went to get herself fixed somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. How do you go into beast mode when you don't have any spider legs? Right. That's how the heels. Yeah. Beast mode. Yeah, I, w- I, yeah, I wonder <laughs> about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, because she could go into the, the torture heal yourself thing, but then she wouldn't be missing, so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's transformed, and she's maybe. just, like, the thorax and the main part, yeah, like, yeah. lying on the ground yeah. until the other, yeah. like, until the other Kinda legs like, grow back. Yeah, like, wriggling, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, I didn't really think this through. <laughs> oh, it's like, or maybe it's like a Deadpool when he has, like, the baby hand. Like she, she, she trans, she goes, she gets off someplace safe. She transforms, and then like the legs just like start to grow back, and they're like little tiny, little, little tiny spider hands. <laughs> so, legs. so we cut back to the Axelon, and we've got Dinobot who's now saying, "Now I will terminate the traitor myself." Even though everyone and, else figured it out by now, he hasn't. Yeah. So he just, Optimus, he just wants to cut up Rat Trap. Yeah, he <laughs> wants that kidding. funeral. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he thinks maybe he thinks that Rat Trap actually was bad, and then and then turned and then turned back to good. But he still has to go to jail. It's like that episode of the Powerpuff Girls where the Powerpuff Girls go to get sent to jail and then they break out of jail. And the mayor's like, "Okay, you saved the day. That's great. But now you have to go back to jail because it's illegal to break out of jail." <laughs> maybe that could be it. but yeah so he he starts charging and Optimus uh, blocks him and he's like no allow me and then there's the dramatic pause he says to congratulate him well done rat trap you have the chip and he pulls the chip out of his arm he's like it's a maximal decoder and Cheetor's like they must have recovered it from the wreckage crash and I'm thinking well here what Some random done. bit of scrap they found, I guess. So apparently one of the times when they were attacking the ship, they managed to find it, I guess? Or, well, I mean, there's probably wreckage of the maximal ship, like, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. They were in a space battle. I mean... Yeah. I I that was the whole thing with the Mega Cannon, right? Because the Mega Cannon, like, broke off one of the ships. Yeah. yeah. The Predacon one, and, like, then... Yeah. So I guess it's kind of like that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just us filling in the blanks here. But, yeah. yeah. Speaking of filling in the blanks, because they they start cluing it. Oh, they must have been hacking our communications with the decoder. And then we get Dinobot saying, "You mean his capture and his betrayal were all a setup?" And then he's <laughs> like, "Why didn't you tell us?" And Optimus is like, "We had to keep it a secret to keep his cover safe, especially during the battle." And then he Optimus is like, "Although you didn't need to make it that believable." Wah, wah. <laughs> Pat's his like, shoulder. Yeah, and Rattrap's like, what can I say? I was trying to miss. 
<laughs> and then there's, that's the end of our episode. Which is really funny with the whole fact that they like never hit anything. So the one that he's trying not to hit any. <laughs> so yeah, overall, what were you guys' thoughts? Well, I suppose we know Kendall's thoughts. He was like, mm-hmm. it could have been a four out of ten, but like the good moments in it makes it up to a six in my uh, in my mind. Yeah, I mean, as like as one of the the like introduction of Black Arachnia, it, it's something that uh, I'll always remember. But there, if it wasn't for some of its small points along the way, it isn't exactly the best kind of episode. And I will say, like mentioning that it's a introduction of Black Arachnia compared to like Tigertron's entrance, that was like yeah. really lackluster. Yeah, like, I it's mean, barely yeah. it's barely her introductory episode at all. Gr- growing up, new character episodes were my favorite. I would always get super excited, and I don't remember this episode at all, except for the fact that at the beginning there was a pod and the and the Predacons got it. Like the most, yeah, the most memorable thing to me was like the scene where you see the black arachnia spider or the the black widow spider like kill the other spider. That's like the biggest. I remember that most vividly out of anything else in the episode. I mean, I actually, you know what? I lied. I don't remember this at all because I didn't know that black arachnia was. I was actually surprised that she wasn't in the original batch of Predacons because I didn't remember her coming on later. So that's a that was a lie what I said earlier. I always remember there being two spiders in the Predacons. So, um, so yeah, this episode was, and I'm sure that I watched it because I know that I saw the Tigertron episode, and I watched and I watched them, you know, Monday through Friday or whatever. So I'm sure I'm sure that I watched it, you know, when it was originally or when it was you know originally syndicated or whatever. But this episode was I didn't. I don't know, it was the worst. It was the worst episode. I, actually, I do First remember episode, like. I'm, <laughs> I remember Rat Trap sneaking around a ship, but I, when I, my memory of that happening was, and maybe this happens later, and so possible spoilers, but Rat Trap's like alone on a ship sneaking around, taking out all the Predacons, and I thought what happened was the Predacons got onto the Maximal ship while everyone else was away, and Rat Trap had to do like a Home Alone type thing where he just like has to protect the ship by himself. Um, I think that's literally the next episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what this was in my memory. Is, this, this is the next it. episode called, like, A Better Mousetrap? Mouse yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> spoilers, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> but I didn't mean to be spoilers. I, uh, like, I'm of the mind that I found that the, the episode seemed to go by really fast, and I found that it did. cut a bit too much for my liking. Um, I, I agree that like the what like the little scene with Rat Trap in behind Terrasaur, I thought that was really funny. And then of course that kick from Black Arachne was a pretty badass moment. But I I still think that the the episode wasn't put together as well as some of the other ones that we've seen. Oh. And yeah. another moment that I really liked was was Tarantulas getting shot by Rat Trap and yeah, the Rat Trap shooting Terrasaur's head. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That was our impressions of it. Um, this week, we've only got one question, and it is not even Beast Wars related. And it comes oh, from Zach on. from TWA. Or so, one listener. Hi, Zach. <laughs> so, yes, if anybody wants to send in questions, please feel free to do so. 
We have a few people uh, on our group. I'm sure he's not the only listener. I'm sure oh, Alex yeah. listens. <laughs> yeah. On the other but uh, he, his question, for whatever reason, is are you Goku or Gohan? <laughs> I'm either. Uh, because I guess, I mean, Gohan's closer, I guess. <laughs> are you Goten? But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not studious enough for Gohan. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Gohan. Definitely Gohan. <laughs> I'm very non. I'm very lazy. Like, well, Goku's not even lazy because he trains all the time. So I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm like Gohan in personality in terms of like I don't really want to fight other people and I'm kind of like a nice guy, like a kind of like mild mannered kind of deal. But like, I'm not like Goku and like I'm not all about fighting and I'm not brain dead stupid. <laughs> so like, um, yeah, I guess Gohan if I had to pick one. Um, I would say I am Goku because everyone's always waiting on me, and uh, and and I'm basically the only one that's useful when I'm doing stuff. So. Dude, Gohan, like he kills Cell, bro. Like he's my he's, he's my favorite Dragon Ball Z character. Actually, is Gohan. But I don't think Gohan's I Gohan's cool, and he does stuff, especially in the later seasons. But my um, and I ha- I think I have seen pretty much all of Dragon Ball Z, but like my uh, my essential, my essential Dragon Ball Z ends at the end of the Frieza saga. So, um, like my like when I think of those characters, I think of Gohan as a little annoying kid who has random powers, and then one of the guys who's stalling for Goku. Um, <laughs> and it's actually really funny that we got a Dragon Ball Z themed ep- question on this episode because like earlier today, my uh, friend posted screen caps of uh, Dragon Ball Super and in it there's a scene I guess where like Goku, Goku's talking to Trunks and he's like you mean your mouth touched hers? That's really weird. Oh I saw and that then, too. And Vegeta's like that's that's kissing like you've never done that and he's like you're of married. course not and then he's like you're married yeah yeah <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious and like <laughs> it's so Goku because like, like literally like I, I see Goku as, like, asexual. The only reason he's married to Chi-Chi is because Chi-Chi wanted to get married to him, and then, like, I guess they they fucked three times, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they got multiple they never kids. never kissed. Like, like, someone said, like, they just a hole in a sheet is what happened. It's like, oh, God. I figure, I figure he just, I figure he probably just learned about sex from prostitutes. And so, and they, you know, they were saying no kissing. And so he thought that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I don't, I think he never even, no, I don't think he, I think Chi-Chi was like his first and only person to ever have sex with. And like, she just was like, okay, Goku, just lie back. <laughs> I'm going to give you a massage. And he's like, okay, cool. Can we eat after? <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's got there's <laughs> got to be something something uh, you know behind the scenes with him going on with him. Nobody's that pure. He is. <laughs> He's Goku. He's pure of heart. Did he almost get And again, it's not even about pureness. It's like he's. I'm pretty sure he's asexual. Like I, I like he's not even romantically interested in Chi Chi. Really, like he just he got again he got married because Chi Chi was like let's get married. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I do remember in the first episode of Dragon Ball Z, everybody like freaking out because he had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, wait, that means Goku, and they're like, don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach, that question went in a completely different 
way. Or maybe, that. you know, maybe maybe uh, Saiyans reproduce a different way. Maybe it was like through Ponfar or something. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Because Chi-Chi's not a Saiyan, so... Well, yeah, but isn't that... No, Spock got born in a test tube. I don't know how it works. <laughs> so, uh, Greg and Jordan, your answers. Uh, Jordan said go on already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn it. Why does that have to be one of those two? I would have rather have been Vegeta. <laughs> Just say it. Just fuck, fuck the question. I talked about Goku sex for a while. <laughs> you're Vegeta. Uh, but do you actually feel like you're Vegeta? Because Vegeta's kind of like a dick. And I don't know, you seem like a pretty nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose maybe I could be like Piccolo. Like, later on Piccolo, not early Dragon Ball Z Piccolo. Though I would definitely teach Gohan how to dodge. Piccolo was definitely a better <laughs> fight. <than laughs> you would teach Gohan how to dodge. Would you destroy the moon? Oh, fuck yes. Oh, re- you remember how I mentioned uh, Moon. way back in the early about me and my friends fuck doing, the tides. Doing, uh, <laughs> doing journal <laughs> RPs? A friend of mine actually had a Piccolo account, and someone, because like they were doing the re-release of, uh, of Majora's Mask on like the 3DS, had posted like three days, so many, like, and the, and the picture of that moon, and they, okay. got, on, they got on as their Piccolo account. And all they basically, like, for their first post was, like, Piccolo, and it's just, like, dot, dot, dot. And then the person just posted a picture of the giant moon face again, and then just, like, another dot, 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 the face moon. And he's like, moon, and just zaps it. And just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be the one that would totally blow up the moon. Again, just fuck tides. <laughs> <laughs> fuck waterbenders. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was our one question this week. <laughs> so there you go, Zach. Hopefully it was answered. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Zach's just shaking his head. Like, ah. yeah. he's, he's like, ah, these guys are all right. I think, I think he, he, he clearly has listened to our podcast. He's like, these guys stay on topic a lot more than we do on Teenagers with Attitude. I don't know, not last episode. We didn't. <laughs> we just last episode. We just take three hours to describe each episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and I, okay, like the listeners don't really know about any of this because we said it off the cast. But I've been watching Young Justice in the background due to uh, (laughs) rumors of it maybe getting a Netflix series, and it's on episode six. And I started episode (laughs) one when we started recording. So. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, maybe not this episode because this episode was a bad one. But like a lot of times, our episodes go a little bit long because we kind of dive dive in depth on the on the mythology. Yeah. Whereas yeah, we didn't really touch on the mythology too much this episode because it was it wasn't a lot bad to talk episode. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it's the opposite of, of Teenagers of Attitude, where they're saying that like the the bad episodes take so long, and the good ones don't take very long at all. Because they're just like, oh, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Damn. There you go. Anybody got anything they wanted to plug this week? My uh, wife. Oh. Oh. <laughs> better stop the cast soon, so you can do that. Uh, <laughs> she went to bed hours ago. What are we talking about? Oh uh, well, maybe bad luck tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, always, like, my uh, Tumblr, dannytrayer.tumblr.com, and my Twitter, John Dar at johndar726. Uh, 
can't think of any um, things. Uh, actually, check out check out my friend uh, Justin, who uh, is Tiny Phasers on SoundCloud. Uh, it happened a little while ago, but might as well plug it now. He made an Undertale app uh, EP. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm never sure. I'm not sure that's pronounced because I'm not a music person. EP. Yeah, it's an Undertale EP where he play. covered a bunch of Undertale songs, but he didn't just like straight cover them. Like he tried to like change them up a bit and add his own flavor. And check that out if you like if you like music. Cool. And Undertale. Tiny phasers. Tiny phasers on SoundCloud. Jordan, Kendall, either of you? Uh, uh, just, uh, my Twitter is at khalman. That's K-H-A-L-M-A-N. I rarely tweet. Um, and uh, you should also uh, be on the uh, War and Beast Facebook group. Because I think I'm going to start... Or, well, I sometimes post things in that. And we, the rest of us post things in that. And I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like... It's not like the... Giant crazy community, but I mean, there's like we had somebody post in there this week that wasn't us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's we're getting there. It's a good community. It's a, probably one of the best ways to get a hold of us, either that or on Twitter. And of course, we do got we we've still got the the email set up also. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> email. Who uses email? <laughs> yeah. There you go. And as always. I just want to say, give a big shout out to Audio Entropy. Uh, they've uh, they've got some more podcasts that are in the pipeline. Uh, I don't know exactly what the timeline is, but uh, we shall certainly be seeing some more stuff added. Uh, I would say probably in the next couple of weeks. Damn, there you go. It's been a week. I say, let's roll, folks. I've See been you Greg. Greg. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you weren't going to do that. That's why I was like, uh, we're going to do a sign-off? Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I was doing it for dramatic effect, damn it. Ruined everything. Sorry. Yeah. I've been great. <laughs> I've been John. I've been Jordan. And I have been Kendall. There you go, There folks. are no good quotes from this episode. I don't know. Obi stole my spinnerets? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about that line. 